We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Blue Wire. What is up, Nets fans? Jack Manuel here for another Brooklyn Buzz and another Nets win, if you don't say. 112-100, taking down the Washington Wizards. It's just, the Nets just keep winning. They are 8-1, I think 9-1 in their last 10. They go to 17-12. They're climbing up the standings. I think they're about like only a game and a half, if not uh, a little bit less than that, behind the Cleveland Cavaliers in their third seed. But let's get stuck right into this one. And we get stuck right into the GOAT, Kevin Durant. 33 minutes for him, which is incredible. <laughs> Just absolutely incredible to see him under that 35-minute mark. 11-17 from the field, 3-6 from 3. That 3-ball was looking nice. 5-5 five five from the free-throw line, had 9 boards. He rebounded incredibly well tonight. 6 assists, a steal, a block. Only the 3 turnovers was plus 11 on the night for 30 points. And to throw some Kevin Durant stats out there. His last nine games, 36 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists. 31 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. 45 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. 39 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. 17 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists on 60% field goal shooting. 31.7 rebounds, 5 assists. 29 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists. 34 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists. 30 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists was his performance tonight, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't think Kevin Durant is a bona fide MVP contender and right near the top of that list, you don't watch basketball, guys. It's his 15th sorry, 30-point game for the season, and... He was just making everything. He was just on one tonight. And it was just in the flow of everything. KD, you know, in the first half, he was 6-9 and nine from the field. And he was just, you know, against, you know, his hometown team in, in Washington. He was just doing doing everything. He had that pull-up dagger at 28 point. It was a 28-19. He had a pull-up dag- dagger, which is a, the old KD signature. It was uh, my favorite shot of his. It was just something else. And... He got a, a couple of and ones as well on some of his jumpers, as did Kyrie Irving and you know, KD's face. You know, whenever Kyrie Irving was doing something, was certainly something too. But it's just, 
it's almost light work for Kevin Durant, you know, this these sort of performances, but he was just truly, truly great, you know, an awesome performance from Kevin Wayne Durant, show him his flowers, always, 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 always appreciate this man, especially when he's wearing the Nets uniform, it's just a, a joy to watch him do his things, those numbers that I was just alluding to there, guys, it's, he's something else. And you know what else is something else? <laughs> it's Kyrie Andrew Irving. 36 minutes for him tonight. 7-17 from the field. 3-10 from 3. 7-7 from the free throw line. Had 6 boards, including 1 offensive board, 5 assists, a steal, 2 blocks, a, a turnover, plus 9 and for the 24 points. And 12 of those 24, sorry, 13 of those 24 came in the second quarter where... <laughs> he was He was just pulling everything out of his bag and then some. But... You know, you had so many goddamn highlights. I highlighted them in my notes. So let me just go through them very, very, very quickly. At the start of the second, 31-25, it's this really tough bucket over Kyle Kuzma, who's got, what, eight inches on him or something like that. Then he had an and one three at 39-42, which obviously he hits. He's an incredible free throw shooter. And then at 44-42, he has this wild double crossover, and it leads to another and one play. His handle opens up so much for him in and around the basket. He is just uh, a wizard with the ball in his hands, pardon the pun, but there was 47-42, which is, I think, probably the one that KD liked the most, where Kyrie splits defenders. He draws so much attention. He has the ball in his right hand, then just decides to do MJ style, change it to the left hand, and just roll it home with the... Oh, it was just pretty, pretty as hell. But that wasn't all, guys. He had maybe his highlight of the night was this assist to Ben Simmons. It was 76-66. He sort of is around, you know, just a bit, a bit inside the free throw line. He's looking, you know, one way. He's looking another. He draws KP and Kyle Kuzma, I believe it was. Chris Epps and Kyle Kuzma. And he sort of looks away, sees Ben Simmons cutting, throws the, the, the dime to him, and Ben just finishes. It was... Bro, I, I don't know, man. Like, Kyrie Irving is just... He's a walking highlight reel. He really, really is. And, you know, we say, you know, appreciate Kevin Durant. But, you know, Kyrie Irving is is something else when he's when he's locked in it. And his defense, I think, was really positive tonight as well. You know, two blocks and, and one steal. I think he was a part of a lot of the big, you know, awesome defensive lineups for the Nets. He was he was super locked in. He wasn't gambling a lot. You know, he was, you know, when Ben was sort of knocking him out and, and, and he was switching, you know, in a pretty swift manner. So, you know, really, really good game for him. And, you know, 3 of 10 from 3, 7 of 17 from the field. It's not going to look as great and as efficient as, like, you know, Kevin Durant. But you could argue that Corey Irving was as good and as impactful uh, for the Nets as Kevin Durant was tonight. You know, despite the fact that, you know, he was plus 11, Corey Irving was plus 9. I still think that Corey Irving was was a catalyst for a lot of the Nets' momentum swings. And you know, when he what he does is, <laughs> when he has the ball in his hands it's something else, you know, it's almost hard to explain, words can't explain it, but a great game from him tonight, and a pretty positive game for Ben Simmons as well, guys, 23 minutes for him, you know, 5-9 from the field, had 5 boards, 8 rebounds, um, didn't have any seals or blocks, but was plus 7 on the night for 10 points, and I think Ben, you know, set the tone early, you know, it was 3-5 uh, or 5-all, or can't remember exactly, but I was alluding to Kyrie Irving earlier in that Ben Simmons switch. You know, Ben's like, nah, I got him. Let me take this guy. And he forces, he's all up in Chris Epps-Wazinger's business. And he forces a really tough miss. And he gets back in transition and, and hits a layup. Really, really purposeful from Ben. And he's just looking comfortable. 
you know, he said, you know, post-game that it, you know, it's hard for him to sort of get back and, you know, off an injury and such, but he's remaining engaged and he's remaining aggressive, and I think that's the number one thing from Ben Simmons that I'm really liking to see. You know, he had a really nice basket at 12-9, you know, in the first quarter, where he was sort of stuck under the basket. It's just like, is he in no man's land here, but no man's land here? But he had a really nice sort of pivot, and he did really nice footwork, and, and he just goes bang. You know, it was a really, really nice sort of uh, finish by him. Just earlier than that at 10-7, you know, uh, Joe Harris had a nice layup and off, off a cut, and Ben Simmons was the, the guy that fed him. You know, when Ben Simmons was out there, it seemed that the ball movement for the Nets overall seemed to be quite positive. I've said this time and time again, and I'll bring it to, to the buzz yet again if you, you're not following me on, on Twitter. Whenever Ben Simmons is out there, the ball movement and pace just looks to be a bit better. The team offense looks to be a little bit better, looks to be a bit more fluid, a bit more cohesive. So while the box score isn't going to be incredible and a lot of things will be said about Ben Simmons for things off the court in terms of some of the news that was out there, this was a really positive game for Ben Simmons tonight and really, really good to see him continue to take shots, continue to be aggressive, continue to be comfortable. Really nice game from Ben Simmons, so really happy about that. Uh, after the break, guys, I'll get to Nick Claxton, Joe Harris, the two other starters, as well as some of the bench guys, because the Nets went deep in the bench. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now, Joe Harris tonight, guys, it was sort of up and down because it, it took a while the, in the first half, really, for the Nets to even, like, get looks for him. But there was a nice rhythm three. Let me just find it. I'm trying to find it in my notes. It was just like, okay, this is really sort of... It, okay, so it was, I think it was one of the first shots made of the second half, 72-62. You know, he got a, a three from the corner. Katie gave him a go-ahead pass. I think Kyrie fed Katie initially off the miss. And it just, Joe just goes bang. He just like right up and hit it. It just looked really confident, fluid, smooth from Joe. And that sort of led to a, a more positive second half. Because he was pretty decent defensively in the second half. The first half he was a little bit hit and miss. But he also had a, a nice transition layup you know, off the Kyrie Irving diamond 79-69. And then he followed that up with a free throw jumper. Which is something that... It shows, I think, Joe, Har Joe Harris's level of confidence across the board, and he was just that he was there. You know, he he was doing all, all three things in that second half. He also had, a, I think, a steal off uh, Corey Kispert, where he yeah he had a, a really nice defense. You know, forced a steal, got into the passing lane, and then gets a layup off it. You know, just to, uh, that was at one ten ninety six in in the fourth quarter. You know, just a nice game from Joe Harris. Five and nine from the field, one of three from three for the eleven points. Didn't have a board, but had a steal and a block was 
positive for the most part defensively and looked when the nets were a bit more cohesive they were playing a bit more four or five out when Chris Aposingas got a bit injured with his back tightness it just looked to me that Joe Harris worked his way into the game pretty positively so nice little game from Joe Harris um, and as as well as a nice little game from Nick Claxton who had in 26 minutes four or four from the field one or two from the free throw line seven boards two of them offensive an assist a steal two blocks was plus 22 on the night in for nine points now Early on, he did find himself in a little bit of foul trouble, but in that second quarter, towards the end of, you know, I think he had like two fouls really early, and then it had like a third one uh, as well, but towards the end of the second quarter, he made an impact defensively, and he did that while still being aggressive and, and not giving away you know, any fouls and, and racking up the more fouls there, so despite you know a lack of consistency in terms of the rotation minutes that he would normally get, to fact that, and coming off the hamstring tightness, this was a pretty positive game from from Nick Claxton defensively. He's a he's a switching maestro, one of the goats at that. An incredible recovery defender. You know, he had those two blocks. You know, the Nets are leading the league in that, and you know, Nick Claxton is a, is a big big reason for that. He's one of the top top blockers, I guess if you want want to say it that way, in the league. And then in the fourth quarter, I thought his offense looked pretty positive as well. You know, he had a couple of, of self-created takes, which was was pretty nice. You know, 98, 96-85, sorry. You know, it was at the top of the perimeter, essentially, right in the three-point line. It's just like, you know what, straight line drive or semi-straight line drive and just goes, bang, I'm going to hit this layup. You, know, you don't see that from Clax last season. You've, you've seen it a couple of times from him. You know, he's done a, a really good job there. At 98.87, he just goes, all right, I'm going to take you, Gafford. I'm going to throw the shoulder into you a little bit, create a little bit of separation, use my lefty, and you know, not let you block this one. And he you know, got another basket there. That was just really positive uh, for him. So you know, didn't miss a shot. You know, the three personal fouls that I alluded to were the only three that he finished within the game. So that was really, really steady from, from Clax to be able to, to fix up the little things where it was just like he was... Uh, I think there was a somewhat a bit ticky tacky, but you know he found his rhythm defensively and offensively. You know, come the second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, uh, as well. But you know, nice game from Nick Claxton, and we'll get to the bench guys. And I've always got to start with you to Watanabe when it comes to the bench. And you know, the box score doesn't scream anything outstanding. One of six in the field, oh one from three, two boards, had an assist, had a steal, also had a block. I was plus thirteen on the night though. You know, outside of uh, Nick Claxton, you know, was the leader in that department. Kevin Wright was plus 11, as I alluded to earlier. But Utah, just good things happen when he's out there. You know, he's just he's just an energy guy. He's a hustle guy. He's a role player that just lifts you by his mere presence. And while he wasn't great offensively, the three ball wasn't there. You know, he missed the only one that he did take. He just did everything else, you know, and he was a part of a really great defensive lineup uh, in the fourth quarter, which was just lock, just absolutely locking everything up on the Washington Wizards. It was Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, uh, Kevin Durant, Yusuf Watanabe, and Nick Claxton. That was just clamps on defense, and Yusuf Watanabe was sensational on that in the floor, and man, the Nets are lucky to have him. And again, nice little move from Sean Marks, but the fact that, you know, Yusuf Watanabe, you know, he was the league leader and and three-point shooting, I think that might have gone down a little bit now. Maybe he's not, you know, there because of you know some of his misgivings the last couple of games. But the fact that he's impacting in two-way basketball, the last game it was the rebounding. This game it was with his a lot of his defense and Utah the shooter. He had a, an incredible block. Let me find what it was <laughs> that Iron Eagle you know sh- shouted out on the broadcast because you the swatter. Let me find it. 
Utah Swatanabe, yeah, Utah Swatanabe, <laughs> 1922. So, yeah, Iron Eagle's the goat. You know, he's just an absolute national, international treasure. Thank God that the Nets have such an awesome commentary crew with Syracuse Stark and Ryan Rico and everyone else that's a part of the crew. But in to get to TJ Warren, guys, uh, 19 minutes of him, 6 of 10 from the field, 3 rebounds, 4 assists, had a steal as well for his 12 points. He's looking good. You know, and he's only, you know, the minutes that he's sort of playing now, on his first game back, he had 17 minutes, 18 minutes, and then a, a cheeky little 11 minutes, and then 21 before uh, resting on the the back-to-back against his former team. And then tonight, you know, plays a, a, another 20 minutes or so. Let me quickly find, I think it was 19, 20, 19 minutes. Yep, sorry for, uh, for, for the misgivings there. Uh, but a really good game from him. You know, three offensive boards, three assists, when the Nets sort of get a little bit, you know, clamped down and, you know, they can't find their offense a little bit, you know, the Washington Wizards played a little bit of zone tonight, TJ Warren's able to just create something. You know, when you've got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving being, you know, really locked down and maybe they throw doubles at that, you know, TJ Warren was just, he's just really finding his footing and the, he's just a, an almost luxury to have in this rotation and hopefully continue to build up those minutes, build up the confidence because he's looking good. He's looking really, really, really good. Uh, we, I'll get to Seth Curry and Cam Thomas, guys. And, and both of them, Seth Curry at 22 minutes, Cam Thomas, the 19, Seth Curry, 1-7 from the field. That, that one was a three ball, had two rebounds, was minus six. Cam Thomas, 1-4 from the field. That was 3-4 from the free throw line, had two assists. Both of them didn't really affect the game that positively. You know, Jacques Vaughn threw out a lineup where it was Seth Curry, Cam Thomas, and Kyrie Irving. I do not ever want to see that again, especially when the fact that, that TJ Warren, Utah Watsonabe, Edmund Sumner are all healthy. But Cam had at least a moment where the, the basket that he did hit was a floater, and, you know, he was passing a, a little bit better tonight. I just think that he's a guy that needs rhythm and needs the ball in his hands to find his offensive footing. He's not necessarily a sort of role player, shooter guy. You know, he's not really taking any catch and shoot threes. He's sort of driving off a lot of them. And I want to see him take those. If he's going to be getting consistent minutes, he needs to play more like a role player, not like, you know, what what he was given in terms of the confidence and, and the time against Indiana Pacers. And Seth Curry was just... He was food early on, you know, defensively, he was he was everywhere, but, you know, he lifted a little bit in the second half, did hit a three ball, but, you know, not the greatest game from him uh, to, to, to say, you know, in terms of everything, but Edmund Sumner, 12 minutes for him, two or four from the field, I thought he should have had more minutes than both Seth and Cam, but maybe he was a little bit tired after the Indiana Pacers game against his former team where he was incredible, I had two assists, had a steal, I love what he does on both ends of the floor. He's just a, a, an athlete, you know, wiry and, and quick and you know, can create and just is, is just you know, aggressive as well, loves to get to the free throw line. So yeah, nice little game from Edmund Sumner. And I have to re- re- recap another player, guys, because the Nets went 11 deep tonight and Marky Morris had uh, six minutes, one or two from the field, you know, two boards, uh, two turnovers, but the... I, and it was a fine game from, from Mark Keith Morris. You know, he's doing a, a, a heap of stuff off the court with his leadership and stuff. But a, a nice little chip-in performance from him. I'll get to some of the uh, team stats overall. You know, the Nets started shooting the ball really well from three, but only finished 8-27 of there. You know, not 29.6%, but finished 44 of 89 overall and nearly at 50%, 49.4%. They got to the line 18 times, you know, then they hit 16 of them. 
you know, the rebounding was solid, but obviously Chris Epps Porzingis out, and Daniel Gafford is an incredible there, 41 to 44. Actually won the offensive rebounding battle, 7 to 6. Uh, they had 25 assists uh, out on 44 made field goals, and only had 13 turnovers, and they scored, and they forced 20 themselves off the Washington Wizards, and they scored 21 points off those turnovers. Won the points in the paint battle, won 48 to 40, as well as fast break points, 20 to 10. Uh, they had, you know, it was just a, a, a nice, a nice another notch on the belt uh, for the Nets and you know the Washington Wizards were shorthanded without Bradley Beal you know Kyle Kuzma get that man in a in a Nets uniform but you're yeah, just good good stuff overall from the Nets you know continuing to build continuing to get the wins Kyrie Irving just an absolute madman when he got the ball in his hands Jacques Vaughn continuing to impact and and find ways for the Nets to win it's gonna be interesting to see because you know, there's a, a, a few other little tidbits here. I, I loved a, a few little game tidbits. Guys, Ben and Kyrie liked their duo, you know, in terms of stats. Since November 1, when Jacques Vaughn was instilled as head coach, they played 165 minutes together at a plus 9.7, including 117.1 offensive rating, 107.4 defensive rating. You know, I just think that they just unlock something in each other. You know, they like both are good cutters, both are, are, are really good passes, especially Ben Simmons. There's just a, a nice synergy b- between those two. It's almost like Ben Simmons is a, a young LeBron James in some ways. Now, that's, you know, obviously a hyperbolic praise, but there's just the skill sets that are similar that they unlock from each other there as well. But, you know, I know guys, and Jacques Vaughn mentioned it in his press, you know, Kyrie Irving diving for a loose ball, Utah. You know, was diving all over the floor, and he, you know, just Kyrie is just he's doing the little things, and it, it sets a tone, it sets a standard. So great stuff from him, great stuff from Nets. Well, we'll keep building with that. But you know, I wanted to just quickly touch on the, the Nets next couple of games in terms of their schedule. They had the Raptors and Pistons away, then the Warriors and Bucks at home, and then the Cavs away. So a five-game stretch where we sh- we'll find out a lot uh, about this team because Warriors and Bucks, you know, two of the the real contenders. Raptors and Pistons. Pistons, obviously, with Cade Cunningham out and injured, should take care of business. Hopefully, you do the, the same against the Raptors. You know, if the Nets can go three and two, maybe four and one in that stretch, it's going to set them up really, really nicely uh, going forward. And they've played a, he- a heap amount of games, and their schedule going forward does ease up a lot. The other day, I checked. You know, they had the eighth easiest schedule. You know, that might have even changed a, a little bit. You know, so hopefully that continues, and the Nets continue to get wins on the board. But I'd be remiss without mentioning a, a little bit of a rumor that we got from Sham Sarania in terms of John Collins, who's been a, a big name linked to the Nets, you know, whether you're on Twitter or social media, wherever else. But this was the, the report. It said, Atlanta has not shown interest so far in a potential framework that would contain Brooklyn's Joe Harris. Brooklyn's Joe Harris. For their part, the Nets have been surging recently, winning seven of their last eight games, make that eight out of their last nine, and currently holding the fourth seat in the Eastern Conference at 16 and 12, and could look at Collins as a necessary jolt to their front court. I don't think that the difference between Joe Harris and John Collins changes the trajectory of the Nets that much. I think a Kyle Kuzma is someone that I think would in terms of talent and I think overall play. John Collins is still injured. He, he provides a lot in terms of the offensive talent. I think defensively he can be inconsistent, but would work well in the Nets switching scheme. I think Joe Harris is a, a valuable piece in terms of 
on the nets and also in terms of that money range you know the 18 sort of 19 million dollars so once you use that you know if you're putting him in a, a package with Seth Curry Patty Mills Cam Thomas these sort of guys you know I'll do it in a heartbeat but I'm not sure it moves the needle heaps but John Cal- John Collins is still a very talented player and would would make an impact on on any team including the nets if the nets were to somehow find a way to trade for him but in saying that, guys, appreciate you as always as tuning in. Five stars on all streaming platforms, and we up, Nets World.